Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hey, welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Sahiba, and today we're going to have a fun time talking about Bravest Night, Llama Llama's Best Summer Ever, Molong Season 2, Tots, Just Roll With It, and Whisper Us to Heart. And first, I'm going to begin talking with Calista about Bravest Night. Welcome to the show, Calista. Thank you for having me. Of course. So can you tell me a little bit about the show and what is it about? Well, The Bravest Night is a new show on Hulu about a knight named Sir Cedric who is retelling the story of how he became a knight to his daughter Nia, who also wants to be a knight. And the show basically just follows Cedric's journey to become a full knight as he's teaching his daughter the same. Wonderful. And how do watching this series make you feel? The show is... The best way I can describe it, honestly, is wholesome. It kind of reminds me of, like, a children's book. It's just very cute, very nice, just a very good time. Yeah, I watched this, too, and that's exactly how I felt, too. I felt like I was watching a book, and, yeah, it was a really sweet um, show. So, um, what did you think about the voice acting? I thought the actors were really good. This, This show has a pretty good cast overall. I think everyone does a good job. It has some pretty notable names. Um, I think overall, like, the voice actors really did a good job encompassing the characters. Awesome. That's always important. And so, um, what did you think about the characters that they played and their development? Well, the show is pretty, like, it, it, uh, it just started airing pretty recently. So there's not that many episodes yet, and I only I only watched three episodes, but so there's not much development yet. But there are signs that there is going to be some pretty big character development as the series goes on, and that's always a good thing. As a writer, I would like to say that. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, so there's not much in terms of development yet, but I do believe that there is going to be some soon. That's just that's my theory. <laughs> Awesome, that's great to know. And so, um, what did you think about the animation? The animation really helped uh, me sort of, because I mentioned that the show kind of reminded me of children's book, and the animation, I feel, really much encompasses that. It's a very simple style, but, like, that's not a bad thing. It's it's simple, but it's but it's enjoyable. It's very visually appealing. It It's just, it's overall a very cute aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. I totally felt that as well. And so, um, did you have a favorite character? If I had to choose a favorite character, I would probably say Andrew, aka Prince Cedric's husband. I felt like he, like, he sort of played the straight man between Cedric and Nia and, like, kind of balanced out, like, the two of them. And I think he, like, is a good way to round out the trio of main characters. And he w- he was pretty funny, too. Yeah, I really liked his character. He was, I wish they showed him more. But yeah, I 
completely agree as well. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Bravest Night, Llama Llama's Best Summer Ever, Molong Season 2, Tots, Just Roll With It, and Whisper of the Heart. And right now I'm going to continue talking with Callista about Bravest Night. So Callista, can you tell me um, about the messages that you felt children can learn from watching this? I would say most of these episodes, uh, basically all of these episodes, um, are focused on teaching morals. That seems to be the sort of goal of this show. And I think the messages are pretty, I'd say these are pretty important messages to teach to kids. I feel especially there's a lot of messages about accepting other people and discrimination as a whole, because there seems to be a sort of subplot of the troll characters being discriminated against. And I think the commentary is pretty good and pretty subtle. So I'd say this is sort of a, I'd say, I definitely say this is a much watch for any family out there. Very cool. And so um, is there anything um, that really stood out to you about the show? Well, the main thing that sort of stood out to me was the representation because I had previously mentioned that the titular character, Sir Cedric, has a husband. And not only that, but his, both his husband and his adopted daughter are people of color. I am a big fan of representation as a whole, so I was pretty excited to learn that this that the, that the main character was LGBT. So I'd say that, so far... As I mentioned, there are only there are only five episodes currently out from last time I checked. So I'd say as of now, that is the most striking thing about this show. However, I do feel like there is enough here to be enjoyable, like even just excusing the representation. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. And um, do you think that this show will sort of set the way for other shows to um, include characters like LGBT characters and people of color? I feel like this show, like, I feel like personally, the movement of more diverse characters has been happening for a while. So I feel like this show is like, I wouldn't really say it might set the way because I feel like it's kind of rare to see like LGBT characters in kids shows because this show is definitely aimed at a younger audience. So I feel like that is kind of, I feel like that might be a bit like monumental. Uh, but I am, ex- but if this does like inspire people to go on and add LGBT and people of color uh, characters into their stories, that's that's fine with me. I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be really cool. I know I understand what you're saying. Like for a while, there's been this movement of change, and we can really see. I feel in today's world of TV and movies, and I think that's pretty pretty cool and so can you tell me Clarissa what was your absolute favorite episode of the few that you watched um I'd say my favorite episode was the first episode the pilot I kind of found that one to be the funniest yeah me too oh my gosh that was my favorite episode as well and so um can you tell me a little bit about the music and what you thought about the sound effect for the music, the only music that I really noticed was the opening and ending songs, and I'll admit they are cheesy, but they are kind of catchy. It's kind of like a, oh, uh, this is this is this is very like 
it's very cheesy and it's very like it's a very like cutesy sounding song but i but i'll admit that song like the opening song actually was like really it it was good i don't know how to describe it but i was surprised to find that i really liked the opening song yeah, it got, it got stuck in my head after a while as well. And so did you have um, a favorite part or something that really you just loved about Bravest Night? I think because most of the show, from what I see, it's going to be most of the show will be flashback episodes with Cedric as a kid. I think the parts with Cedric, uh, his husband and his daughter, I feel like those parts are my favorite parts. And I hope that as the series goes on, we get a bit more focus on those segments because I really like those segments. Yeah, that would be nice too. Um, and is there anything going into future episodes that you really like, parts that you hope to see or um, character developments that you really want to see? Well, as the, um, the flashback segments do appear to be telling an overarching story of Cedric becoming a knight, and also his troll uh, companion, Grunt, uh, finding his way back to his bridge. So I feel like that is going to be sort of the central focus of the flashback segments. And I do think that eventually that's going to, like, um, that's going to finish up and be its own arc. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Nice. Awesome. And so, um, finally, Calista, what would you say the age range and star rating would be for Bravest Night? Um, I would say the age range is about 5 to 12 years old. As I said earlier, this is definitely aimed at a much younger audience. And for star rating, I would say 4 out of 5. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Calista, for talking to, uh, to me about Bravest Night. It's been so much fun and an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course, it was lots of fun. And so be sure to check out Bravest Night on Hulu today. Let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens, tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself. 
every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Bravest Night, and next we'll be talking with Abigail about Just Roll With It. Welcome to the show, Abigail. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you today. So can you tell me um, a little bit about Just Roll With It and what the show is about? Well, Just Roll With It is about the Bennett Black family, and it's basically where it's an improvisational comedy where the audience votes on which scenarios happen in the scene. So, like, when the foghorn blows, there's three options that pop up in the screen, and they have to pick one, and it's, like, either a dare or it's something crazy that happens to them or something they have to eat or gross things like that and cool things. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is really interesting. Um, Have you ever seen another show like this? I know I haven't. No, not at all. It's like a one of its kind and first of its kind. And I just really think it's super unique that, you know, you can involve the audience. And it's like everybody's having fun, like spreading positivity through the audience also. Yeah, that is a really unique um, show and concept. Was there any um, overarching story throughout the whole um, show, even though the audience was still involved? There was, there's a lot of comedy in it. Like, it's basically, it's basically, it feeds off of each other. Like, the audience, they get laughs. Like, it's so funny. Like, every second you're laughing because they just have to just roll with it. And in different cases of scenarios, they have to, like, not freak out. And it's part scripted and part improv. And it's really cool. Like, it's really also funny. Okay, that sounds really unique and pretty awesome. I want to check this out. So, uh, what did you think of the acting and the way that they did their improvisation? Well, it's also about family, and I really thought they had a great chemistry together, and the improvisational part, like, it was so real, and it was awesome because they could just feed off of each other with all the energy that was given to them as a family there and the audience. Wonderful. And so you um, got to interview talent for Just Roll With It, right? Yes, it was so great interviewing everybody. Toby Windham, Susie Barrett, Caitlin Heyman, and Ramon Reed. Wonderful. And what questions were you able to ask them? And what did you guys talk about? Well, we talked about, like, what was it like working on the set and what was kind of like the typical day. And they said there was, like, no typical day. It's very unique and it's very hard. And what was it like working in front of a live audience and how do you prepare for this kind of show? And their answers were, like, so great. And it's very unique to hear about this amazing show and how it works and what's all involved into it. Yeah. And so while watching this show, did you have a favorite character? 
Um, it's ho- so hard to pick. I liked them all, and no, I can't pick. I liked them all. <laughs> Wonderful. And how about when um, interviewing the talent? Did you have someone you were super excited to um, interview? I was actually super excited to interview them all because they were both, they're all like so and such amazing actors and it was great to meet them. So they're all great. Nice. And what were some things that you learned from them? Well, what I learned is how the chemistry of like how they work together. And I also learned of what, like I said, like what the typical day is like, and they have a lot of things they have to go through to go through to do this. Awesome. And so, um, what did you think about the stats and the places that they go on the show? It was great. And, you know, I liked how they had, it's very open and there's like one room like set off that is like the kitchen and then the living room and then the DJ booth and then the office and it was just, it's very unique. And they, like, dress it up for different seasons. And it's so cool, like, how they use it. And that different rooms, like, they have a live DJ. And also, like, in the audience, there's a live DJ. And it's it was an amazing setup for the audience, too. And they treat the audience so nicely. Wonderful. And at any of the moment, any part in the show, do they show the audience? Or is the audience just completely separated? They see everything every single take and also in the audience they play games and they do raffles and it's really funny and they involve everybody not just the kids they involve the moms and the dads and it's just so amazing to see that they involve everybody in it so it's so great this is so cool it's been so amazing to talk to you Abigail so finally what would you say the um age range and star rating would be for just roll with it well, I give it five out of five stars, and the age range is unlimited, all ages, because all families would enjoy it, I feel like, because there was, it's brilliant, and yeah, it's like, everybody can enjoy it, and it's very creative, and creative writing, for sure. Amazing. Well, I'll be right back. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Bravest Night, Just Roll With It, Tots, Llama Llama's Best Summer Ever, Molong Season 2, and Whisper of the Heart. And right now I'm going to continue talking with Abigail, but now about Tots. So Abigail, can you tell me a little bit about this show, Tots? Well, Tots is really cute. It's about Pip the Penguin and Freddy the Flamingo. And they work at Tiny One's Transport Service. And they transport little cute little baby babies over to their homes. And there's different unique unique journeys each time. And it's so cute. The babies are so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you think of the animation? The animation was mind-blowing. And to see, like, all the stages that it goes through with animation, it's just so amazing. And it was brilliant how they put it together. Wonderful. And what were your thoughts on the voice um, acting? The voice acting was so unique in different character and characters. And you could see they really bonded off of each other. And it was really great. I think all the characters were amazing. And I actually have a friend named Charlotte who plays one of the characters in Tots. And it, she's so nice. And it was great having to know that she works on Tots, too. And she's such a cutie. Same with her character. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. Did you have a favorite character? You know what? I loved them all, 
it's it's like it's so hard to pick with every show because every single show I usually see, all the characters are so amazing. So <laughs> so hard to pick. That's so true. Sometimes it it is so hard to pick, just like you say. And so um, you also interviewed the talent of this show too, right? I interviewed a Travis Braun, Vic Cook, and JJ the Story Burner. Wonderful. And how are these interviews like? Tell me all about them. Oh, okay. Um, I'll start with Travis Braun and Vic Cook. And they told me what it was really like to make it. And there's so many different departments than everybody thinks. They have like a billion things. And to take to make an episode, it takes literally like a year. So they have different they have different scenarios that they have to go through. Like they draw the characters out first, and I will tell you about the interview with JJ in a minute. But they have to draw them out and make it 3D dimensional so it looks super cool, and it is. And then they have to make this black and white process, and then they go into color, and then more depth color, and then they have to match the mouths, and so much more. And it's just brilliant how they put it all together and how they can deal with so much because they have to do so many episodes a year. So, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, sometimes when watching uh, a movie or a show, it's just you forget how much effort goes into it. It really seems effortless. (laughs) Yeah, and so can you tell me a bit about your other interview as well? Yes, so with JJ, he's a storyboarder artist, and he drew two characters for me, Precious the Panda and Pablo the Dog, and they were so cute. It was so amazing how you could see the 3D dimensional like lines, and they do it on like a laptop, and it was so cool, like with a pen, and it was just so amazing how they did it, and it brought them really to life to make them 3D dimensional, and they have to make so many sketches of them, and it's just really cool to see how that happens. Oh, yeah, that is very fascinating. It was great that JJ created the characters for the little precious little guys. They're so cute, and um, I just love how they are all so unique. Amazing. And was there any character that you could relate to in this series? Well, you know, I mean, I related to Pip the Penguin and Friday the Flamingo because, you know, teamwork, the moral of it is teamwork, and I definitely agree with teamwork and I can relate to that because teamwork is better together yes it sure is and yeah because like your model was we're better together when we work together so it's really cute and that's the moral of it oh I love that one that is amazing and absolutely adorable and so finally what would you say the age range and star rating would be I would say it's three two Mm, 13 and I really enjoy it I feel like older people can but it depends on their preference I mean I really enjoy it yeah it sounds wonderful I really want to watch it and I'm sure I'll enjoy it from everything you told me yeah (laughs) yeah and it's been a pleasure to speak with you Abigail so thank you so much for being here with me today well thank you so much for having me I had such an awesome time me too so be sure to check out Tots and Just Roll With It on Disney Channel today let's take a break I'm Sahiba and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2 your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Bravest Night, Just Roll With It, Tots, and right now I'm going to be talking to with, talking with Celine about Lama Lama's best summer ever. Welcome to the show, Celine. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. So can you tell me a bit about Lama Lama's best summer ever and what you thought about the show? Yes, yeah, so I loved Llama Llama. It was so cute and perfect for children. It was an animated series, which is full of family adventures and nature adventures. Oh, it sounds lovely. And so how did watching this series make you feel? Was it funny? Was it uh, emotional? A bit of everything? It was definitely, like exciting and it made you just want to jump up and be happy and jump and up and down oh is it really adventurous a lot of like suspense kind of jumping yes because they would go on different adventures each day and do many different things in each episode oh very cool did you have a favorite episode or a different adventure that they went on yes for sure. My favorite episode was the last one, which is Llama Llama, Best Summer Ever, which is the last day of summer. Oh, and what happened in this episode? Well, this day, it turns out to be rainy, and they make a whole plan to be outside and do their kites and everything. But then they have a great idea to do summer indoors, where they do every single summer activity, but inside. Oh, and why did you like this episode in particular? Because 
Llama Llama sees it, like, the day with friends, and they go to the park and fly kites, and he really uses his imagination, like, inside when the weather complicates their plans. Oh, that sounds amazing. And so, um, what did you think about the animation and the visuals? It was definitely really good. The animation looked real. Oh, very cool. And so, um... What is the main reason you would recommend this for kids? Because it's very cute and it has a great message. Awesome. And so, uh, what did you think about the music and the sound effect? It was amazing. Like, it would make your heart beat. It was, like, so fun. Awesome. Did you like the songs? Were they really catchy? Yes, they weren't very catchy, but I liked them. Awesome, and why did you like them? They were very upbeat and fun. Nice, nice. And so, um, was there anything that was really special about the series or something that you really enjoyed? Well, all the little characters. It sounds like it's just llamas, but there's all different animals. Oh, very cool. Like, what are some of the different characters, animals? There are some sheep, there are some giraffes, there are birds, there are ducks, there are everything. Oh, and does this take place in like a forest or a jungle? There are many different settings and sceneries, but the main one is probably their house. Oh, wow. And what did you think of um, the variety of settings and backgrounds? It was really good. The color was amazing, and the way it was drawn was really good. Wonderful. And did you have a favorite character? My favorite character was probably Llama Llama. He was so funny, and on my favorite episode, The Last Day of Summer, when his mom says that they have to do summer inside, he was very upset. And then at the end of the episode, he was like, when, this, when it stopped raining, he was like, no, I don't want to go outside. I want to continue being indoors because he really liked it. Oh, that's so cute. And so what are some of the messages that you learned from the series? The message of the series is definitely like to learn from family and friends and to enjoy your childhood. Oh, like change can be tough, but you can always enjoy time with friends and family. For sure. I love that message. That is amazing. And so finally, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? Well, I rate the DVD four out of five stars. And my age, recommend, my, my age recommendation would be three to six. Wonderful. Well, be sure to check out... Lava Lava's Best Summer Ever on DVD today. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Bravest Night, Lava Lava's Best Summer Ever, Molong Season 2, Tots and Just Roll With It, and Whisper of the Heart. And right now I'm going to continue talking with Celine about Molong Season 2. So Celine, now can you tell me a little bit about Molong and what's happening in Season 2? Well... Malong is an adorable and, like, a funny series that's great for kids. Awesome. What are some of the storylines that occur in the episode? Or what's, like, the main storyline? Well, there's 52 episodes, so, I mean, there's no main storyline. <laughs> okay. And did you have a favorite episode for Malong? 
Yes, for sure. My favorite episode is definitely Chicken Pox. It's when cute Pew Pew, the little chick, gets Chicken Pox all over his face. And Malong tries everything to get to be with him. He even ends up getting sick in the end and he's happy about it. Oh, so are Molong and Pew Pew best friends? Definitely. They want to spend every single moment together. Oh, that's so sweet. And so, what were your thoughts on the animation for Mulan? It was really good, and it was imaginative and pastel, and the artist contributed to the production very well, and I thought the music was playful and fun for kids to, like, dance to or move to, and will definitely hold their attention. Very cool. And so, there's no dialogue in the series, right? Oh, never mind. There isn't. Okay. And so, um, how did that work? Were they sort of able to make up for this loss of dialogue? Well, you could tell by their actions what they were saying and, like, what they meant and what they were doing because of their body language. Okay, cool. And so, um... What were some of the messages that you took away from Molong? Definitely the message of the series is to, like, enjoy life and to value your friendship. In all the 52 episodes, Molong and Pew Pew find every good thing in each bad or sad moment, and they always stick together no matter what. And you have to know that friendship is important, and the two of them find ways to have fun together. Oh, that's so sweet. So did you have... uh favorite character like did you like Molong or Pew Pew better hmm well I definitely liked Molong he was like so funny and stuff oh and so um was there anything in the series that you thought could be improved or changed no I do wish there was wording though but it was good without it and um well how do you think it would improve if there was wording would things be a little more clearer you think no it wouldn't be more clear but it'd be nice to hear how they talk and it would be a little more different yeah that's so true too i totally get that and so um was there anything that was super special about Molong that you loved it made me smile non-stop because the episode of each episode it's overwhelmed with happiness Oh, that's so cute. It sounds like a wonderful series, but thank you so much for talking to me, Celine. And before we go, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? My star rating would be three and a half out of five stars, and my age rating would be three to seven. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me, Celine. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're very welcome. Yeah, and be sure to check out Molong Season 2 on DVD today. Let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. 
To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Bravest Night, Just Roll With It, Tot, Lava Lava's Best Summer Ever, Moloch Season 2, and right now I'm going to talk with Callista about Whisper of the Heart. Welcome back, Callista. Thank you for having me on again. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about Whisper of the Heart and what you thought about this movie? So, Whisper of the Heart is a Ghibli film, one that uh, was not, it's not a recent Ghibli film, it was released in the 90s, but it's a Ghibli film, and one of their more obscure ones, about a girl named Shizuku, who discovers one day that all the books she has previously checked out from the library were, have all been checked out by someone named Seiji Amasawa, and she becomes determined to find this mystery person. This is very different from the movies that Ghibli usually makes, as their movies, their best-known movies are very fantastical and magical and take you to new worlds. And this one is a lot more realistic and down-to-earth. Yeah, I haven't heard of this one, and I've, I've heard of quite a few Ghibli films. So, uh, what did you think of the animation and visuals? Well, I feel like it comes without saying that the animation is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's Ghibli. What do you expect? <laughs> Even, like, with the more realistic setting and the fact that, like, it's basically just your typical suburban... It's basically just your typical city in Japan, and there's not really any special worlds. It is still beautiful, and I think that really just shows that Ghibli is just such an amazing animation studio that just, like, no matter what they do, all their films just look amazing. 
Yeah, Ghibli is is like classic in their animation, like you were just saying. And so, um, what did you think about the music and the sound effect? I think that's another thing that comes with the territory that the music in Ghibli movies is just gorgeous. It's it's so beautiful, and I think the music in this one is is like it's a it's no exception. It's just it's a very nice sounding movie, and I feel like. My my favorite scene in the whole movie is when Shizuku and Seiji are talking on the roof of the school building and just the animation and the music throughout that entire scene. It's it's just stunning. Oh yeah. Studio Shibui films, they're really known for that. Just beautiful like they're like artworks and it's amazing. Why do you think this show this movie is still playing today? It was made in nineteen ninety five, right? Yeah. So why do you feel that this one is still playing today? Like, is it a big classic, you feel? Well, I think compared to other Ghibli films like Totoro, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo, especially Spirited Away, I feel like it doesn't, it's not really as known just for the sole fact that, like, it's a lot more realistic and it's a romance coming-of-age drama instead of, like, a magical adventure so I feel like in terms of, like, its status within, like, the Ghibli fandom, I feel like it's just kind of, like, it, I feel like it, if I had to describe it, like, because I, I hadn't heard anything of this film. I thought it was actually, like, a new film because I didn't know that it was released in the 90s. Perhaps some people see this as, like, a cult classic because, like, it's not a bad movie despite how obscure it is. So that's my personal theory as to where this movie stands. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I totally thought that it was a new movie as well. I didn't realize that it was one from the 1990s until I searched it up. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Bravest Night, Lava Lava's Best Summer Ever, Long Season 2, Tots, and Just Roll With It, and I'm going to continue talking with Callista about Whisper of the Heart. So we were just talking about how Whisper of the Heart is from the 1990s, and so Callista, do you think that this movie could be remade, and do you think it could be potentially better? I mean, I've never really been one to sort of support reboots and remakes. I think... A lot of the times the product is just fine as it is and doesn't really need anything to be, like, remastered. And I feel like, for me, this movie is sort of the same. I feel like there really doesn't need to be a reason to remake this film. While it does have some pretty sizable issues, I feel like the movie is just fine as it is. I don't really even know, like, what would they do if they remade it. Okay, cool. And so you mentioned that it had some pretty big issues. Could you expand on that a bit, please? Well, as I mentioned, this film is a romance is a romance coming of age drama. However, I feel like the actual romance is kind of sidelined for a big portion of the movie. Like it takes a while for like the main characters to like meet and actually like get on friendly terms and then as soon as they're like on good terms they're immediately like in love with each other and it feels so sudden like i don't know it it felt like it came completely out of nowhere so i felt like if they had um if they had sort of fixed that and spent a bit more time developing the two main characters and their relationship and made it really feel like they actually were in love this film would have I probably would have enjoyed this film a little bit more. 
okay, I see. So it was like an issue with timing and things were moving just a bit too fast. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so um, other than that, was there anything that you feel could have been improved? I feel like the only thing that really would need improvement, as I previously mentioned, was sort of the relationship between the two leads. That's kind of the only glaring issue that is with this film. That's like the one thing that I feel like if that was fixed, that probably would have made this film much better. Okay. Then on the flip side, was there something that was um, really special or that was really amazing that you thought was wonderful? I, I don't want to sound mean, but like, I feel like this movie like doesn't really stand out when you compare it to films like Totoro or Ponyo or especially Spirited Away. I feel like this movie, though, like, um, as it is, like, may- perhaps it is good that this that the studio has one film that's a lot more down to earth and a lot focused more on a realistic setting. And there is like a section of the film that is focused on writing, like a character writing. I don't want to give too much away, but it's focused on like the main character writing a fictional story. And as someone who is a writer, I felt like um, scenes of her writing her story were like eerily relatable Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this sounds like an interesting film. And so, um, what did you think of the voice acting? Well, the version I watched was the was the English sub, so I it's a bit hard to sort of gauge how like the voice acting sounds because it's in an entirely other language. But like it did sound alright, so <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, were there any issues in uh, dubbing or like with the captions? No, everything seemed pretty accurate. I'm assuming this is an official sub and not like a like a fan translated sub. So that's good. So yeah, sometimes I've seen in animation animated shows. Sometimes things go off. That's good that nothing is too, um, wrong there. And so, um, did you have a favorite character? I'd say I really liked the protagonist, Shizuku. I just found, like, I mentioned before that I found her uh, troubles with writing eerily relatable. So I think, like, parts of her, especially the parts that revolve around her writing, I feel like I could relate to that a lot. That's really cool. And so um, what were some of the messages um, that you took away from this film? I'd say this uh, movie specifically, like, has a lot of messages about, like, finding, like, finding your way in life because Shizuku, because there's a whole thing with Shizuku not exactly knowing what she wants to do uh, when she becomes an adult, like, what she wants her career to be, which is why she tries out writing. And I feel like there's a lot of messages about how um, there's a big focus on, like, finding out who you are and um, sort of a, it kind of gives the message of like, you don't need to rush finding out like your identity and who you are. Wonderful. I love that message. And so um, finally, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? I would say the age range is about seven to 18. I feel like this is a film that anyone can enjoy 
And for the star rating, I would give it a three out of five. Wonderful. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you, Calista. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Of course. And be sure to check out Whisper of the Heart in theaters July 1st and 2nd. Thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics, team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on press for kids kidsworldcom and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2. I'm Sahiba. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.